Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me on this Monday, beginning of another work week. Our chapter 8 journey is in John chapter 6. It was verse 26 that resonated with me. Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and fish and had your fill. Today's podcast is entitled, Phileo Fish or Flesh and Blood? The further I progress in my spiritual journey, the more I have come to believe that today's chapter contains among the most critical messages that Jesus uttered in his earthly ministry. John begins the chapter with two of the seven signs he chose to write about as he thematically presents Jesus to us, his readers. First, Jesus miraculously turns a couple of loaves and a few fish into an all-you-can-eat filet fish feast for a crowd of thousands. That night, as the twelve are making their way across the Sea of Galilee in stormy seas, Jesus walks on water to join them. They end up back in Capernaum, Jesus' base of operations on the north shore of Galilee. Meanwhile, the crowd of thousands who enjoyed the filet fish woke up the next day to find that Jesus was nowhere to be found. It was common knowledge that Jesus always returned to Capernaum, so the thousands decide to hoof it in that direction. Sure enough, they get back to Capernaum and find Jesus teaching in the synagogue there. The conversation that follows is what I find to be most critical. John had already made a point that Jesus did not allow himself to be swayed by the fame and the popularity his signs created amongst the crowds. Back in chapter 2, John wrote, quote, Jesus would not entrust himself to the crowds, for he knew all people, end quote. And that's a key piece in understanding Jesus' conversation with the crowd in today's chapter. The crowd begins by questioning the fact that Jesus had left them for Capernaum without telling them where he was going. Jesus responds by questioning their motive for following him at all. And this is the critical piece. Jesus told Nicodemus back in the third chapter, quote, flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit, end quote. Jesus now unpacks how spiritually important that distinction really is. The crowds, you see, are focused not on God's eternal kingdom, but on their earthly appetites, their hunger. Their focus is on making Jesus king and getting free fish sandwiches for life. Jesus is focused on helping people understand that he came not to feed the stomach, but to feed the soul. The spirit gives life, he says in today's chapter. The flesh counts for nothing. He tells the crowd that from that point on, the only feast he will be providing is his flesh to eat and his blood to drink as he foreshadows his last supper and the sacrament of communion, which he will eventually leave for his followers. I find the progression of the crowd's attitude to be telling. It is so like the crowd. It is so like the herd. They move from eagerly seeking out the trending Jesus to then trying to manipulate him into more free food. That's verses 10 and 11. Then they grumble at his answer and response in verse 41. 
And then eventually they turn on one another and sharply start arguing in verse 52. Eventually, the crowd walks away and stops following Jesus. That's verse 66. So as a disciple of Jesus, this entire episode calls my own motives into question. Why am I following Jesus? Why do I go to church? Why would I wear the label Christian? For show? For the spectacle? Is it tradition? Maybe family pressure? Is it duty? Or some kind of sense of obligation? Do I do it to keep up social appearances? Living up to someone else's expectations? Maybe I do it just to be a good example to the kiddos. Maybe it's because it gives me a sense of community. So as I meditated on the crowd begging for more free lunches, I couldn't help but remember the hated Samaritans who only needed to hear Jesus' words, and they believed. You know what? I think that there's something about the Samaritans being the suffering and persecuted outcasts that identifies with Jesus' true mission, which was not to be an earthly king feeding his posse's earthly appetites, but to be a suffering servant, sacrificing flesh and blood to bring eternal spiritual provision to starving, emaciated, and dying human souls. The crowd, on the other hand, were Jesus' own people, and they failed to get it. John already foreshadowed this in the epic prologue when he said, quote, Jesus came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him, end quote. In the quiet this morning, I find myself pondering Jesus' continuous message to his most intimate followers. They hate me, he said. They'll hate you too. Get ready for persecution. In this world, he said, you will have trouble. Blessed are you, Jesus said, when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And then he said, they will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. So this begs the question, am I a filet of fish follower or am I a flesh and blood follower? I think it's a question worth pondering. Because Jesus made it abundantly clear in today's chapter that the answer makes a difference. I hope this finds you well wherever you are on life's road today, my friend. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow. I hope you join me. 